Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch, an in-depth look at the Archers with me, Harriet Carmichael, Jeff Thomas, Lucy V. Freeman and our Executive Director, Cooper. Now, before we make a start on your emails, let's have a recap on what... <laughs> I thought we... there was a... Sh- sh- this, I feel like it's sort of blasphemous to say that we're recording this when the football's on. I know. I feel so unpatriotic. But... But then it's sort of quite on brand for the Archers, isn't it? Yeah, it not is to, really, not yes. To give a what football? football? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought I heard a shout from the other room. There might be some sort of like children yes. Or it could just be go. one child pushing the other one off the sofa. It could also be that. Yes. Or crying. <laughs> I'm just going to ignore it all. Okay. Um, but, and anyway, let's just hope they win. Yes. Yay. Um, whoever, best man win, etc. Now, but now then, before we make a start on your emails, let's have a recap on what happened this week in Ambridge. We began the week at Brooker's where everybody was behaving exactly true to type. David was completely at a loss about how to deal with Ben, as was Ruth, who advised David to ask his sister, as she'd been entirely cured of depression in a fortnight through a combination of hot baths and trips to the orangery. Jill was sending carbohydrate and Pip and Josh were nowhere to be seen. Leonard was popping in and out like a helpful cuckoo in a clock, offering suggestions, one of which was that Ben might benefit from reading the entire Lord of the Rings series. Because that's what someone struggling with their mental health needs. Three volumes of elves fighting. There was choral sex tension in the air as Krusty and Mick got on famously and Joy overcompensated by creating an entire meze plate for them as a snack between warblings of Hark the Herald. The trouble with learning the funny descant or tenor versions of hymns is that you can't ever forget them, so you find yourself at Christmas church services in 20 years' time wobbling off to different versions and taking half the congregation with you. Poor Joy was having a wobble about Mick. Honestly, Joy, once Krusty's had him up to his knees in a ditch counting insect larvae on a freezing March morning and offering a nice rice cake by way of recompense, then all the shine will have gone off and he'll be much happier bobbing about in the hot tub like a stray pube with you. Brad was all excited about his maths thingy and was telling maths jokes to a girl who probably has purple hair and wears a Harry Potter t-shirt. I don't mind what she's like as long as she gets him away from Mia so that she can't encourage him to blow up the stables or glue himself to Amir and Aziz. Ooh, the rewilderating is underway. A miserable bunch of year fives is going to be frog-marched around a sodden wood looking at some willow that Rex has made into a blue tit. Surprisingly, their first customers were Ed Grundy and Eddie. Surely for Eddie, stumbling round a wood in the middle of the night with a head torch on was a bit calls to Newcastle, but at least this time he didn't have a 12 bore over his shoulder and someone else's pheasants in his coat. But good news for Ed, though, as Krusty's paying him to trim her bush. If I was going to hack my way through that lot, I'd want more than minimum wage, personally speaking, but times is hard. Eddie's latest ridiculous idea is that people would pay to trudge through the mud in Grundy's field, hanging onto the barbed wire strung with what Eddie referred to as fairy lights while clary (laughs) lies in the middle of the field pretending to be a fallen tree people can lift her up and look for beetles under her uh tracy is going to propose to jazza egged on by an overexcited chelsea brad less impressed at the prospect of having to wear proper trousers and talk to people tried to put her off but she was determined i was worried we were going to get a startlingly intimate glimpse into tracy's first marriage when she announced that her erstwhile husband was only nice to her when he wanted a hand out to my relief but presumably not his 
Fallon and Harrisman went round to the mobile home to parade their comparative wealth in front of Emma and Ed. They'd seen a film they hadn't enjoyed and eaten a meal that wasn't nice. Emma bemoaned this and said that all the Grundys did was go to work, have dinner, watch a bit of telly and go to bed. That sounds much better to me than watching a terrible film surrounded by teenagers answering phone calls or eating crunchy pasta. But what do I know? Anyway, clearly it stirred something up in Emma as it resulted in the Grundy couple taking the unlikely decision to break into the rewilding and steal the logs. Ed declared he was quite excited and think he imagines it'll be like natural born killers, but it'll be more like Compo and Clegg falling over each other in the dark. Most couples feeling that life has got a bit humdrum either invest in something highly flammable from Anne Summers or possibly a series of candlelit suppers. Stealing large damp logs from a muddy field in the freezing rain and carrying them away is A, unromantic, B, stupid, as the wood will be absolutely sopping and not burnable for at least another year. And C, disastrous, as anyone who has ever tried to carry anything heavy with their beloved will know. After five <laughs> minutes, one of them will be shouting, you take this end then, I've got the heavy bit. Why am I always going backwards? Do it your bloody self. Ah, oh, Grundies, making life difficult for themselves since the beginning of time, the end. Uh, ooh, what a week, eh? What a week, what a, what a, what a, what a nail-biting <laughs> weird old week it was very weird <laughs> i did manage to do my multitasking th- while you were oh did you me. well done i managed to text and <laughs> giggle at your jokes <laughs> text and listen at the same time i, think, I managed it 100 percent. well done i think they put so much effort into the um into the ben storyline it's just like everything else is just <laughs> yes. yeah that's just fine it's fine isn't it it's just I yeah think that's exactly what happened wasn't it because I'd actually forgotten that's what's good about your monologue Lucy because it had been Ben heavy at the end yeah I'd forgotten the, the nice choir bits and then the logging etc yeah well it all kind and, of fades the into the background doesn't it when yeah. it's all this dramatic oh but it, was, it was sort of stuff. dribs drip 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 wasn't it of just mm-hmm. sort of like inconsequential things mm. but probably quite consequential seeing as Tracy decided to get married <laughs> Which is, and like, why is she doing why? that? I just, yes. I, I'm a bit annoyed about that because, you know, like it was only two months ago they had the food bank episode, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. And uh, however cheap you do your wedding, it's still yes. quite a lot of money. You have yes. to pay for the marriage certificate and yeah. all that, presumably. Yeah, and there's no need for it. No need. Wait until you're feeling more yeah. solvent yeah. or... Yeah, I did, I did. I'm a bit cross about it because it feels like it's um, undermining the good sort of, you know, the foodie banky, you know, poverty stuff. Yeah. That suddenly doesn't feel like it's. They haven't even mentioned. No one's. <laughs> oh, except for Brad, who said, "Don't do it. It's yeah. too expensive." Well, he was. He wasn't really because it was expensive. He just didn't want to do it because. He didn't, didn't want, want to do to a speech a and wear a suit and look at people in the eye. And I think enough um, maths involved. Yeah. <laughs> Except there's quite a lot of maths because of all the money you have to dole out. You have to pay for heating in, yeah. well, in churches. I guess they're not going to get married in the church. I just think it's... It, it, it's not the right time. <laughs> yeah, and it kind of doesn't fit with Tracy. She'd kind of be more pragmatic than that and go... Oh, blooming yes, I haven't got I, time to think about that. I've got to, you know. I and... agree. Well, especially because she was so, so pragmatic to, you know, mm. whenever it was, two yeah. or three months ago. Yeah. And then she was, you know, and she was like, as soon as I'm earning again, yeah. I'm going to be supporting this food bank. And, yeah. you know, really, really keen not to throw her money away. Yeah. But then what money? There isn't any money to throw away anyway. <laughs> They're know. still struggling. <laughs> no. And it's just annoying because obviously it's so that we have something to look forward to in the new year, mm. whatever. But just it's not quite right. No, I Unless, agree. It's not quite right. I think probably they won't get married, actually. I think they'll end up having a um, a, a, a token wedding, mm. but not an actual wedding. Mm. I it, hope so. Yeah. It just kind of... <sighs> I know, yeah, I mean, so I have Susan particular... Susan will be furious, presumably. Yeah. Because she'd be like... What are you, why are you, yeah. what, 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 you've gone mad? I know I've got funny views about marriage anyway, but I just think it's kind of doing Tracy a disservice a little bit. She's better than that. Why does she want to be a wife? Yeah, why They've exactly. got a really good yeah. relationship at the moment yeah. that's working. Yeah. Don't complicate things. Mm. And poor old Jazza. I mean, <laughs> the whole way through I was like, I don't think Jazza's actually going to go for this. No. Because 
What's what's he getting out? And of also, it, really? it, to, to be to be totally pragmatic about it, it plays merry hell with your univer- with your universal support, universal credit thing. Or would they be better off not married? I think so. Yeah, but it, it depends whether or not they know that Jazz is living there. Because oh. that can have an, you know, people do this ridiculous right. thing where they're, you know, they're hiding the other one's possessions so that it looks like they're single occupancy, so they get more money and all that. I think Jazza will actually just go, no, this mm. we just we just can't, and then they'll have a big row and yeah. then they'll make up. And they'll probably have a baby and they'll have instead. Pretend, oh my god, oh, stop it! <laughs> and like I, I yeah. He, <laughs> It was just a bit, yeah, whatever. But what the the love story I did really like this week was Mick and Joyce. Yes, me too. It was really beautiful, wasn't yeah, it? Poignant. Yeah. Because they were they weren't. Uh, it, although it's strange, isn't it? Because they haven't. They it's sort of they've come a bit out of nowhere. They didn't really they, because they, we didn't hear much from Mick and Joy when they first met. No, we just heard, we heard we love, heard the initial meeting, didn't we? And then it was hot tub. And then it was hot. Yeah. <laughs> Hot tub and then Central, it was hot then. tub. I love you. Yeah, or I love yeah. you. Now let's get in the hot tub, and a bit. And we got hints of her not being hundred percent sure. Mm. But then it was, was. I thought it was a really clever episode when he was laughing away with Kirsty, yeah. and they, it was really clever. And then she came out with, so was like, my heart broke, and she said. Oh, we haven't got any guacamole or something like that. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to just. I just had visions of her, you know, sort of furiously chopping halloumi and stuff in the in the kitchen, wiping away tears with the back of her hand, sort of thing. Oh, no. You know, he'd be much better off with Kirsty. <laughs> I was like, I don't think Kirsty would go for Mick. Oh, Throwing boiling know. hot um, pita bread round the round the kitchen. Bless her. But that was really, I thought it was really lovely when they um, got together. And it's actually quite nice to have a love story of older people, Lucy. What is older yeah. than yeah. me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like a second chance yes. for joy yeah. and a second romance. Yeah. And she hasn't mentioned Rochelle for ages. So either we're going to have a big Rochelle Yes. thing or Rochelle's yes. just going to quietly disappear but we still need to know how she learned how to talk to people with mental having a mental health crisis in the way that she did unless she's just a good person unless she's just her instinct is mm. to be calm but your instinct isn't to do that your instinct is to say no it's no you know when he was saying I can hear Bess barking and David was saying no you can't she didn't say that she said uh, let's sit down and have a chat about it. Yeah. How are you feeling? So she didn't, because she didn't um, go into the, she didn't get involved in an argument. And no, that's normally what happens. That's, you have yeah. to, you'd have to sort of know that not to do that. Yeah, I got you. Um, yeah, so maybe we'll learn about that. Mm. Maybe Rochelle will come and start rocking boats, sort of saying, yeah. you can't marry my mum. Yeah, well, it's normally she, the estranged child that, that comes wading in. And starts and, worrying and, about and, inheritance yeah, chucks, and things. Chucks everything up in the air. Yeah, that yeah that. Oh, I did cr- not. I, I did... Yeah, go on. Understand go on. what the hell was happening with Fallon, Harrison, Ed, and Emma? Not a clue. I just sat there and I thought I don't understand what's happening in this scene because <laughs> well, she's yeah. Fallon. I thought Emma was supposed to be pissed off that Fallon had got the new version of the coat that yeah, she'd that, got that the second hand one. And then Emma said, I can't wear it anymore because Fallon's cross that I got mine cheaper than hers. Yeah, but I I did assume that... First of all, I was like, is this a stalking storyline? A bit like... The, <laughs> there's a storyline just like that in Am I Being Unreasonable? On, on the, there's a really good Daisy Mae Cooper series on BBC iPlayer. And there's a, there's a storyline about a coat and she gets exactly the same coat as her friend. And oh. it's all a bit stalkery. So I was like, oh, this is all weird. But then it wasn't to do that. It was, oh yeah, it was all a bit, well, I quite enjoyed that episode actually because I thought they sounded all really natural. But apart from the, you know, deliberate throwing in of we're doing this expensive yeah. thing and we're doing this expensive thing. But I, I, they clearly do have a good chemistry, those four, anyway, because I thought it was for a, for a sort of... Yes. For a radio dinner it party. It was certainly less was... hair-raisingly awful than some of what we've heard. Yes. <laughs> exactly. They didn't have to do too many clinky sound effects. Yes, and my toenails did not retract at any point. So that's also good. 
<laughs> but I think the coat, because first of all, I was like, oh, it's stalkery. Then I thought, oh, it shows that. Then I thought, oh, well, it's highlighting that Fallon's got money. She can buy a better one. Yeah. And then I actually thought, no, Fallon's going to be pissed off because Emma did that really um, untactful thing of going, oh, yeah, I got, actually got it like really cheap off eBay. And that's awful if someone does that, isn't it? And you've spent a fucking yeah. fortune on something and they've got an even just as good one, but for, yeah. you know, yeah. a 13th of the price. Yeah. yeah. So, but, but then what's the significance of that? Because presumably the whole episode was just highlighting that Harrison and Fallon are... Uh, what's the word when you got um, cash to splash around? Well, they're comfortably off, aren't they? They're all right. They're off. not. Yeah, yeah, they're not. Yeah, mm. and they. Yeah, exactly. And although but, how Fallon is, I have no idea. But also, I did think, although it seemed quite natural and conversational, and Emma wasn't sort of picking up or getting annoyed about it. No, I did think Fallon was being really tactless because they're sitting there in a static home going yeah yeah and we're doing this and then like to next week we're doing this and like harrison's taking me to this and we're going to the caribbean and it all got a bit, yeah. i thought oh my god can you, yeah. you must be you clearly yeah. can't hear yourself yeah she's not very self-aware or she wasn't in that episode no but it's it's quite an unusual situation isn't it because Emma works for Fallon and although they do the they do they split they they break the back of the work between them and they they both do equal share and everything Fallon is getting the lion's share of the money because it's her company and um I sort of thought it's quite odd to be sitting there talking about all the things you've got and all the things you've done with somebody that you know is being paid minimum wage or whatever exactly that's the thing Fallon knows that yeah uh, that she probably also suspects that Emma and um, Ed, especially, she must know that Ed hasn't had a lot of work on lately. Mm. So you're not going to go, you should come with us to the multiplex. Yeah. Because you're probably going to know that it's going to be, you know, 40 yeah. quid at least. Yeah. And plus the popcorn. Yeah. So, yeah. But but then I guess it had to be, it was it, the, the whole logging, <laughs> the, the unbelievable logging storyline. <laughs> The scriptwriters are always scratching their heads going, how can we make Emma think this is a really good idea? What is going to put that little spark into her brain? It's going to be a dinner party with Fallon and Harrison talking about the multiplex. But it wasn't. It was Georgie telling her that they were boring. Oh, my God. And wouldn't you have just gone as soon as he'd opened his mouth, gone, get out of this, get out of here immediately. and. Don't be so disgustingly rude. But then when, rude. when, why would you ask? you? If you ask a teenager, do you think I'm boring? <laughs> they're going to go, yes, because that is your role as not being a teenager. Children are boring. Old people are boring. Adults are boring. Anybody that isn't another teenager is boring. Isn't it, wouldn't it be awful if your parents weren't boring? I know, God. It'd be awful. You'd have palpitations all the time. Tilly and I were actually uh, talking about that in the car today. And she was telling me about all her friends from school that she used to uh, sort of think, oh, wow, they've got a really cool... Their, their lives have just collapsed, completely collapsed. <laughs> they, and it's not their fault, poor things. It's their, you know, it's their, because their parents were so determined that their parents were going to be their friends, you know, and it was, oh, yeah. it was, we just let them do anything. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And uh, she said, it's just awful. She said, it's an absolute shit. Their lives are just a shit show. They showed off for sort of five years at school about how cool they were and how they were allowed yeah. to do whatever they wanted. And now they really, really wish that they'd had, you know, parents well, probably at the time as well they wish that they'd had boring parents that said no you cannot do that don't be ridiculous you're only 14 but, or whatever. but also George, georgie is so hideous because yeah. his you know like as emma said she's at the tea room all day yeah why is she then going to go yeah. out on the raz yeah uh, on a tuesday night mm. and and when they're when they're trying to save some money yeah it's just it's just but deciding Georgie. to break the law because a pillicky I mean, little fifteen-year-old has goaded you when it's your own son, who and 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 he says you're boring. I mean that's madness. But at least if you're going to break the law, go and do something fun like 
uh, a massive tax fraud or yeah you know break into a fun fair and go on all the rides <laughs> don't just nick some damp wood <laughs> you're right like it's wet yeah where, where are they going to store it Lucy? <laughs> Did, what do you do with how do you dry it but to, you know to, yeah they're going to carry it over the fields and then it goes and also someone on twitter and forgive me again it went flying by and i saw it and thought oh that's a good very good point and forgot to notice it was said hmm you'd think wouldn't you that in a wildlife rewilding park they'll probably have uh cameras to film the wildlife at night time you know how they have the oh yeah so they said there's going to be you know two bobble-hatted twats <laughs> struggling through the brambles with a load of wet well, branches Kirsty oh. be like hey Rex look here's some tw- look there's some, some bits of bark have fallen off the logs let's follow the bark oh the bark <laughs> the bits of bark lead to the caravan <laughs> it must be all they'll lead to someone else's house yeah. and it'll be yeah it's a it's a <laughs> it's a <laughs> it's a brave it's a brave path to follow it's not it? brave it's stupid <laughs> But it might be great. But if, don't know, if you've got an great. idea that even Eddie Grundy has rejected as stupid, <laughs> then, you know, you might want to give that a second second run through the old cerebral cortex it, and just think, maybe given, not. Do you know what? It, it's given Ed a thrill. But I was just thinking, as you said, there are more thrilling ways to get your marriage back on track, aren't yes. there? And you, you, as you said, you're just going to get cold. Although I do know, I know, um, I hope she's not listening. I know... Mm. that did go into a forest with a another married man mm. to do some logging mm. <laughs> it, and not and it was logging was logging not the other thing and she said it was uh, although nothing happened between them she said it was quite thrilling there was she said it was something about the wood <laughs> and the trees and the sort of you know being at nature and the his forearms picking up heavy things okay why? Was this you? No. <laughs> Why? It's my friend. But if if she knew I was talking about it, she'd kill me. Why? Because she got a thrill from it. Yeah, but and then why? she felt bad. Why was she stealing wood? I can't tell you because then you'll then it's I can't I just okay. I can't divulge any further, Lucy. Okay. It was for some sort of commun- community project. Oh. But uh, so it wasn't. I don't think it was massively illegal what they were doing. Although okay. it clearly was illegal because you're not allowed to steal. Yeah, but I think would, you? But anything illicit like that is quite exciting. Yeah, and it was a one-off, and it yeah. was it was more the point that suddenly they were alone together. Yeah, and you know, like if you find yourself alone with <laughs> anyone, <laughs> it's quite exciting, isn't it? <laughs> In a wood, <laughs> they took all their clothes. No, they didn't. They uh, <laughs> they just got the wood. But um, but when it, but it's less exciting if it's your partner. <laughs> You see, I think that's what makes it entirely unexciting if it's your yes, partner. Yeah. Yes. What they should do instead, what they should have done is put some car keys on the table during that dinner yeah. party. Yeah. Yeah. Or some static caravan keys on yeah. the table and said... Right, we live in your house now, Fallon. <laughs> Enjoy the caravan. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Harrison, you're staying with me tonight. Fallon, you're taking Ed. Didn't Fallon and Ed used to go out with each other, though? Yes, yeah, I think yeah they did, didn't mm. they? They were a proper item. Yeah, but it, was, but it was but it was actually it was I think it was that was Ed. Was um, it during the time? Uh, ricocheting off, rebounding off Emma. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, Fallon fell in love with. Oh no, Jazza used to be in love with Fallon. Yeah, didn't he? but I think Fallon was very very fond of Ed. I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that rings a bell actually. Yeah. Well, she hasn't she done well for herself? <laughs> hasn't she on. done well, ladies and gentlemen? Give her a round of applause. <laughs> And she's, she's got, got the caravan. No, she hasn't got the caravan. <laughs> got the cuddly no, toy. Yeah. She's got the cuddly toy but the, and, and, and someone with a good package. Mm-hmm. That's what she got. Yeah. Um, yeah, funny old week, wasn't it? It was. It was a bit of a <laughs> after last week. Yeah, because it's been so good. And I, I, st- I did love that the, the Mick and Joy thing was a real highlight. Mm. And very sweet and believable. But the rest was, oh, no, yeah, no. Because <laughs> because it's because Lucy... You know, like that's the thing is that the the Ben stuff is really important and and you know and 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 moving. But it is a bit of a downer. Let's face it. It's a downer, <laughs> especially now we're over the dramatic bit. Yeah. <laughs> and hearing David and Ruth, I, I thought <sighs> nothing could be worse than Ben crying. 
hearing David, hearing David and Ruth mourn. Yeah. It's just so tedious. Yes. They just couldn't stop wobbling their lips. Yeah. It was like, no, David. But we didn't know. We were so busy arguing. And I was just thinking, but to be fair to you guys, he it was quite a it was quite a quick yes. um, slide. We so... were there the whole time, Dave. We were listening, <laughs> David Ruth, and we didn't know we didn't yeah. notice for ages. So don't worry. We so just wondered don't... why he was talking so fast. <laughs> I mean, he was crying all the time. Yeah. But but as you know, but they were on the farm and cleaning the barn and blah 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 blah. But I don't think they should beat themselves up no. too much no. because it is it's hard at the best of times. Yeah. To, to know what people are going through, yes. isn't it? In fact, we've had some very good emails about that. Oh, yeah. One of them was from Auntie Jean, whoops, who said... Auntie Jean, whoops? Yes, whoops, because I pressed the wrong button. Oh, Auntie, Jean, sorry, uh, Auntie Jean said uh, that Twitter went bananas and said Leonard should not tell Pip about Ben's suicidal thoughts. Oh, right. She says, as some of you know, I lost my father to suicide when I was 14. It pretty oh, much God. haunts me always that there wasn't something I could have done, seen, oh. heard, helped in some way to stop him, but I didn't and no one else did either. Oh. So as for Leonard, and by the way, at no point did he promise Ben to stay quiet. He didn't reply to Ben at all when asked not to say anything. And although he obviously thought of it as a sort of promise from his subsequent conversation with Pip, what were his choices? Say nothing and hope. Ben then kills himself. To tell someone. Well, obviously, he had no choice. He had to say something. Although, Pip, really? Because how could he not? If you think someone's in trouble, don't take the easy way out. Tell someone, even if you can't tell family, tell their doctor anything. And I, my dad, as you know, also committed suicide when, uh, well, not I wasn't as young as Auntie Jean, thankfully. It's much older. But the, the worst thing that you're left with is thinking I should have known I, I wish I could have done something and I could have. And you go back in your mind. Still years later, I go back in my mind thinking, was there a clue that I missed? Did, was he trying to tell me something? Was, what should I have seen? Mm. And if someone has actually said it to you, you, I totally agree with Auntie Jean. You have to do something because what you're leaving people with if you don't is just for the rest of their lives thinking what I could have stopped that. Oh, God. Just hoping is not enough. Just just crossing your fingers and hoping, well, probably they won't, isn't, isn't enough. It is yeah. not enough. But, um, but, Leonard, but Leonard was worried that then... Then he was, you know, if he, if, he, if, he, if he was going against Ben's wishes, then Ben would never be able to talk to him again, or mm. would never feel he could trust him again. So you could you could understand his dilemma. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. But you would you have to put it into perspective and think, well, fine. OK, yeah. if they never trust me again, yeah. they'll find other people to trust. But at that moment, that is the one most important thing. Oh, God. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, it's so awful, Lucy. So I think, you know, with... with um, uh the same the same thing as 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 auntie jean and 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 with me if if either of us had had the faintest clue we would have done something yeah knowing yeah, knowing what we know now and if either of us were in that position again i'm sure we would because but you probably would never have there wasn't a clue you know no you, uh, no there wasn't and that's what makes it so uh, that's that's the sort of the legacy of it is yeah that you are forever mm. looking for the thing that you missed. Oh, that's just so, that's so haunting and awful. Oh, it's awful, Lucy. It happened to a friend of mine when I was at school and, and, and it, was, it was so terrible, but we were so young, we were only about 13, that when she came back to school, everybody knew, but no, nobody mentioned it. Mm. It was just too difficult mm. to, and the, you know, back then there just wasn't the no. awareness that there is. That. So the teachers didn't sort of go, you know, she's coming back. You know, would, you know, maybe you, there was just there was mm. we were just so terrified mm. of saying, "Are you okay?" Mm. It just never happened. Uh, to this day, I just can't bear that that happened. 
you know, I remember but, saying... But there were adults. You were only 12 or 13. There were yeah. adults there that didn't know what to do. Yeah. There's no yeah. way you should feel bad for not knowing what to do. Well, no, 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 I know, but I do feel bad. You know, I think, I mm. hope now that would be totally different. Because, yeah. You know, there's a lot more support for kids at school and... Well, even my children were supported and... through it at their primary school. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah, because wow. I went in to tell the teacher before the start of term and said, right, this is Aww. what's happened. And, you know, if they talk about it, this is the context to yeah. put it in and everything. Yeah. And, and they did talk about it. Because it's a very, it's just such a complicated, mm. yeah. traumatic yeah. subject. It is taboo as well, isn't it? Yeah. Still, really. Yes. It's very, yeah, very it difficult to talk about that. It is. Yeah. Um, oh, well, I, oh, yeah. Um, but, Jake. Uh, has emailed us as well. Yeah. And Jake uh, said, I'm a therapist, NHS. And while I know Always. everyone loves to have views and it is fun, <laughs> I just feel poor Ben did <laughs> yes, show. it is fun. <laughs> it is fun, yes. Yakking away about something you don't know about. Uh, ben did show many of the risk factors for ending his life given his multiple losses and reaction to them. The thing is we cannot compare pain and suffering even though Chelsea went through the same thing in potentially in a potentially more difficult way but her support was so much stronger and that mm. can make a massive difference uh that's true isn't it because uh, chelsea had unconditional love she just they, she was just told whatever you do we love you chelsea whatever you do yeah. whatever you choose it's yeah. fine it's fine but ben did not feel that unconditional love at no. all well also he felt he wasn't the important one yeah that he, he yeah that he, that he should be fine that he shouldn't have a that he he felt that he shouldn't you know he didn't really give himself permission mm. to have a view mm. um he said uh listening to ben talk about bess all i could hear was beth and for him to try and become the good boy again Twitter was alive with drug speculation, but it was obvious it wasn't that from my experience. There seemed more sympathy when one of the Grundy brothers came close to ending their lives with a shotgun. I remain glad Tom Rigglesworth's dad did not keep the secret. Ben told for a reason, something he could not do himself. He took Ben's fear, shame and need for help and bore it for him. Much love to you both. Oh, yes, that was yeah. that's exactly right. And in And, you know, and it did lead to a good outcome because it did mean that Ben was able to talk to his parents and say yeah you know um this is this is this is where i was and you know every time you have that conversation the power of it lessens a little bit yes yeah yeah and it yeah and you might feel maybe you can well now they can help him more yeah yeah it's just it's with oh, all these things it's just shining a light on it just... Oh, you, you just never want to be in that situation no. as a parent, though, do no. you? No. I mean, I just no. don't know how you could... I, I, I would, would really obvious, obviously just turn your whole world upside yeah. down. Yeah. And, yeah. Yes. Um, Beatrice Bramble uh, says... Beatrice Bramble. Oh, my gosh, the advent calendar is real and amazing. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> and it's like big production. Yes. Thank you so much for your hard work, she says. It is uh, Jeff and Jeff and Harriet, honestly, have just turned themselves. Well, Every time Jeff's, I email... Jeff's made it... I thought, we, we know when I suggested the advent calendar, mm. I thought it would be like, click on MP3 and it's just Ruth going, oh, no. No, Jeff's done a BAFTA no. award-winning performance. It's a, <laughs> it's a production it is. every day. 24 productions. <laughs> And then a pantomime. <laughs> every time, every time I message him now and say, "Do you want to chat?" He says, "I can't. I'm editing. I can't. I'm editing." <laughs> Sweating but buckets. His, his editing the... skills will just get quicker and quicker and quicker. I know. I know. He's. Um, he'll be. Yeah. He'll be editing Celebrity Jungle this time next year. <laughs> he'll be such a pro. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jeff is doing the major hard work on that, and I did start putting it all on Instagram, and then. <laughs> It just takes time. <laughs> it takes too much time, and I ran out of time. So there's like five on Instagram, okay. and I might in next. Oh yeah, maybe I could recycle them for next year. Yeah. For... Well, they're not going to change, are they? <laughs> no, exactly. They're not going <laughs> to. Um, yeah. So thanks for that. Thanks for listening, Beatrice. She says. I thought this week was great for our Pip fan club president. It almost felt like a prophecy to immediately get such a Pip-heavy week. 
Although I don't understand how a farming community is accepting only one sheep in the nativity play. It's a prey animal that needs a herd. Make every kid who wants to be a sheep one and be done with it. Yeah, true. Why can't Rosie just be a sheep as well? (laughs) Yeah. Much easier. She said, I'm loving the rival choirs. Just the pick-me-up I need while listening to Ben have a mental breakdown. I think he actually wanted the baby but can't admit that to himself. Yeah. I I think he's just... I don't think he knows what he wants. He's too... Too confused. Um... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Julie Baker is talking, Reverend Julie Bacon is talking about um, school productions. You know, we were talking last week about having Postman Pat and the TARDIS and everything else in your nativity. (laughs) Um, what a cracking episode of the podcast this week. Firstly, thank you to Lucy for being so open about your own mental health experiences. It is great that more and more people are prepared to speak about the experience of being unwell and that it's becoming less stigmatised or taboo. Um, And uh, she said, I was also the girl at school who wasn't pretty but had a good speaking voice, which meant I was frequently the narrator of school school productions. I actually really enjoyed it, probably because it gave me an entirely false sense of omniscient power. The apotheosis was reached when I was cast as God in one show. (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember much about it now, apart from the role being an offstage speaking part. I had to call out... Noah, Noah, into a microphone <laughs> in a kind of whispery growl that the head teacher thought best approximated to the divine voice. My mum was pleased because of me being off stage, she thought she was off the hook from having to produce a costume. Imagine her chagrin, as Linda would say, when she was told I needed something to wear for when the cast all came out on stage at the end to take a bow. She made me a sort of white robe with a hood out of an old sheet. I must have looked like a very small member of the Ku Klux Klan. The whole experience was clearly formative, given where I am today not i hasten to assure you a white supremacist racist terrorist but ordained unless that sounds like playing god gave me delusions of grandeur anyway if you need a narrator for the christmas panto and no member of the everett family is available i'm your woman if we need god <laughs> yes on our call side. upon julie uh, thirdly and finally is cooper recovered thank you julie he's very very much nearly recovered and he should get hearing back uh, soon. And um, but he's still in a bit of pain, so um, oh, he's not very he... happy. But he's happy, oh. happier. That's... Well, that's a good thing. He's yes, got his feet up currently. Yes, because <laughs> I can't hear him. No, he's being very annoying. It's too. It's too, I've got the wood burner on so high. It's actually too hot in here for him. So he's now gone to lie full length <laughs> on the wooden floor outside to cool down. Where do you um, get your logs? Where did you get your logs? I stole them out of her. <laughs> Have you so got just, a wood? A wo- no. Well, Epping Wait. Forest. Yes, exactly. Yes. I don't steal wood out of Epping there. Forest, just in case anyone's listening. If you went down to Epping Forest mm-hmm. and just got some wood, yes, would that would that be illegal? Would yes. you be? A, oh, Ooh. yes. And not if it was like twigs and stuff. No, anything. Branches. You're not. That you're not even allowed to. There's signs up now saying you can't pick flowers i.e dandelions and things or um uh fungi or anything like that oh just leave it because it's um protected area like you can't take pebbles off the beach yes can you no political correctness gone mad harriet it is because i really like painting them lucy and then just not knowing what to do with them (laughs) (laughs) putting them all on the windowsill where they fall down the back of the radiators (laughs) (laughs) and smash other stuff when they fall down (laughs) (laughs) Um, this is from Bex Christian 
who said, Joy Horville to the world. I'm way too yes. late for this week's episode. I've started listening to The Archers daily so that I can get things in for Ambridge on the Couch and I've still buggered my timing up, she said. <laughs> I've Oh, she's addressed this to Harriet, Lucy, Jeff and Coop Doggy Dog. I've just listened to Friday's episode with tears in my eyes. So grateful for Joy, but getting annoyed that everyone writes her off as a bit useless. And I hope The Archers don't bloody forget how patient and caring she was with Ben. It makes me think she must have a backstory with mental health, either herself or a family member. I think Jill will find out that Joy was at the hospital with David and Ben, ask her how he's doing, and Jill will then realise she's not living in 1952 anymore, apologise to Ben for being a twat, and peace will fall on Brookers once again. I think there's more water under the bridge to come, though. Mm, yeah. Uh, and, oh, yeah, she, she says that a parent... She hasn't bothered coming around yet, has No. She? she sent Leonard a as the... Yeah. Um, she pointed out, and I won't go too much into this because it's sort of to do with him, but the actor that plays um, uh, uh, the actor that plays uh, Ben has come off um, social media for a bit yeah, to saw, give himself a actually. mental health yeah. break. So yeah. I hope he's okay. But I think it must be very, very tough to do a storyline like that uh, when if, you if, are a young. If you're not feeling. Yeah, when you are a young, you know you. You, you, when you are playing a character that's sort of same age as you, same sort of, you know, just a typical young man sort of thing. And, um, you know, it must be it must be difficult because it must make you reflect on your own life and your own mental health mm. and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and she's also sent me a lovely picture of Oswald the Golden Retriever, who she would like to apply to join the doggy club. Oh, and... Oswald. Yes. Sweet. And oh. also she said, if there's a cat club, Moz Isley the shit bag. We love him, but he is a terror. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't bring him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ozzy sends a bum sniff to Cooper, she says. Oh, lovely. Mm, I'm oh. glad he sent it to Cooper and not us. Um, thank you very much, Bex. Uh, yes. Um... Now, who is this? Diana. Um, Lady Di. Lady Di, who said she started listening at the tender age of 20, introduced to it by John Peel, who mentioned he what? was a member of the Eddie Grundy fan club. Oh, wow. And the fact the Archers was on BFPS just before or after his show when I lived in Germany in 1986. That's British, British Forces Radio, isn't it? Oh, right. Except for the years I boycotted it between Nigel's tragic and unnecessary death in 2009 to 10 and Helen stabbing Rob in the kitchen. But I don't think anything important happened in that time. <laughs> Stella has a past, she says. We just don't know what it is yet, though. Yeah, do you remember she's the episode? to have something. Yeah. So do you remember the episode with Justin just after she joined Home Farm? He tipped Stella off about the job, but it was never explained how they knew each other. If it yes. concerns Justin, it will be shady. Um, Every time you say Justin, I just think Justin's house. Because Justin in our house is Mr. Tumble. Yes. Or Justin. It's, or God. And whenever yes. you say, or God. Whenever you say Justin, yeah. I just start singing that. Sorry. Sorry. Can you imagine if if, just, if Justin on the Archers was actually Mr. Tumble? Yeah, so he should be. Yeah. They're both as ridiculous as Leave me alone, Lillian. I've got some writing to do. Look at me writing. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. <laughs> well, where were we? Back to Justin. Justin. Um, yes, now I can't remember what she said because I've started oh, God, thinking I'm about so Mr. Sorry. Tumble. Yes, I'm so sorry. It just, it was just a sort of automatic, I did, my brain automatically went to singing Justin's house. Yes, um, well, now I listening, can't find Listening it, to the so Archers on the Forces radio, having yes. a break, coming back in. I don't oh, know. Stella's past. Stella's past. Yeah. Yeah, but I think yes. didn't didn't Stella just work for one of yeah. Justin's mates? Yeah, I'm not sure there was there was enough there to to. I know what you mean because it definitely did sound a bit dodgy, didn't it? But I'm not sure there was enough for us to keep remember. You know, like I don't I don't know if that was the planting of seeds. Hmm. I don't think so. I think it was more about just that oh, she's, she's good. I think she was just showing that she was equal to equal to justin and equal to coping with brian as well also but she's she's got to have a past obviously so i guess mm. we yeah we haven't found out much about her have we apart from the fact that she buys shit presents for her yeah. <laughs> i was gonna I was just about to say she's got a really really unhappy nephew that's all we know <laughs> yeah. it's 
maybe it's sort of like a passive aggressive thing she does with <laughs> she's her got sister. a nephew that she doesn't <laughs> like <laughs> she always sends the nephew secondhand <laughs> presents <laughs> um this is from uh, jennifer corley our resident vet um Hi, who's talking about uh um uh, mental health in Ambridge as well and said uh Ruth going no we haven't got any mental problem mental health problems in our family <laughs> she said Jill's postnatal depression and anxiety that caused her to abandon her sick baby Elizabeth's Ooh. depression David's bizarre breakdown hearing Phil and obsessing about a toy farm why are they still so ashamed of all of this um she also talked about because there was a bit of a Twitter ding dong about about people saying this wouldn't happen in the NHS. This wouldn't happen that, yeah. that he had a, um, a nurse, a, a nurse every coming every day. Yeah. day and da, da, da. Um, she said, I have conflicting thoughts on the medical support shown. NHS Borsetshire is admittedly fabulous. Zero COVID. Adam puts a Land Rover on his ankle and he's back in manual work after four months. Linda barely has a twinge from those burns. But when taking on the big stuff, I think the BBC has a responsibility to reflect reality. A less than 12-hour wait in A&E followed by immediate access to a crisis team with home visits. Maybe in some cases, we were certainly not that fortunate. I think they should reflect the genuine crisis in access to mental health care. Either do grim stories with grim reality or just let us all live in a happy, fluffy ambridge, warm and cosy with Jill banging out mince pies, carol singers at the door and a newborn calf arriving on the stroke of midnight, that kind of thing. Preferably the latter. That is all, except I hope David's Christmas dinner is a triumph. That Kenton insists on bringing Jill and Jolene and everyone sits around saying, wow, I love that stuffing, David. It's so tasty. How did you do it? I never usually like sprouts, but these are delicious. You cook them perfectly, etc. While the evil old bat steams in jealous fury. <laughs> yes, that would be good, actually. I did think about the NHS stuff and I thought, I guess because if the BBC does that, it might because I guess what they're ultimately, as well as entertaining us, they do have to be, do a bit of informing us, don't yeah. they? Inform, educate and entertain. Their point was, talk about it, mm. call call, call yeah. 999, yeah. get help, ASAP. So I guess if they then go... Yeah. But actually so don't bother ringing anybody because nobody's going to come for months. <laughs> then it's sort of a bit... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just think they can't. I mean, I, I think they could have met, they could have at least gone, oh, you know, there's a mental health crisis in mm. the NHS and, sorry, there's there's a child. Sorry, one second. Yeah, You're live on air. Sorry. It's Bunny Lane. I don't know who's on the line. We're just looking for Bunny. Okay. Sorry. Have, um, ask, ask child if we've scored. <laughs> have we scored? What's the score? Oh no! What? One nil to them. Oh. Oh no. <gasps> Hang on, is your child French? We just need to check which <laughs> them is. Tu es française? Oui, oui, yes, she is. Yes, she is. She is called Emily. <laughs> Off you go. Bunny's not in here. Sorry. Um, just looking for Bunny now. Uh, uh, yes. So blah, 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 blah. the NHS. Yeah, they could have at least. So, yeah, like, I know. Some, I, I know. It's like. Reference. You can't have too many messages. You can't have too much messaging no. going on at once. And you also, and you've got to have nuance, but also be optimistic. And Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Penny Smith says the same thing. She said, I'm glad the Archers is exploring young men's mental health as suicide is the biggest killer of men under the age of 35. I know that Ben has received a level of support by professionals that is sadly not available to all, but the subject is being handled well. Yeah. She said... Your podcast is delightful, and as someone who sometimes struggles with friendships, it gives me a feeling of not being alone on a Sunday evening. Oh, that's so nice. It's lovely. It gives, when me and Lucy, it's the same for us though, Lucy, isn't it? Yes. Like, it's so nice to, that we are talking to a community. Yes. Do you know what I mean? I, I never feel like it's just, I'm talking to you. Yeah. Because <laughs> that would be really boring. <laughs> Why would you? <laughs> I'm really happy that we can all be one big happy family. Yes, me too. It's like your tribe. You found your tribe. Found oh, a nice tribe. tribe. Yes. Um, Tracy Barrett says, uh, she's talking about um, nativities. Um, my friend's daughter was pleased to be cast as the co-narrator. And as you said, her mother was <laughs> not pleased. The, not the co-narrator. <laughs> co-narrator, yes. The co um, oh, the co-narrator. The co-narrator. 
narrator yes go dash narrator okay yeah. right i just thought yeah she said her mother was pleased not to have to cobble together a costume. However, just before the evening of the performance, she came storming out of school complaining, the Virgin Mary's gone to Tenerife and now I've got to do it. Um, <laughs> she said, sometimes I think I only listen to the archers so I know what you're all talking about, uh, Tracy. Well, we well, listen to the archers and we don't know what we're talking about, Tracy, so you're one ahead of us anyway. <laughs> Um, well, when, uh, Rex, you know, Rex had his little... Oh, yes, how was it? And he was an adorable little Joseph. Was he? Mary had a rice drop. Really? She turned out to be a proper diva. Yeah, she wouldn't. She just sat on her straw bale and did not leave it. Really? She basi- yeah, she refused to come to the front. So, basically... Was she nervous? Joseph- <laughs> no, she was in a mood. Joseph and the dog. <laughs> Joseph and the donkey she probably, did probably, all the work. She'd just given birth for her stitches or something. <laughs> Joseph had to keep trying to go and get her to cajole her to come up, but she never did. But it was very cute. Yeah, God, I, I got told Mary's... off by an angel because Why? I was I was singing along, you know, because the kids were all singing. Yes. I was sort of singing along. She came up to me after and she went, "Do not sing with us." Oh, <laughs> and then went and sat back down. <laughs> she was she was three. Oh. <laughs> But I mean, a kid's nativity is so is so funny and delightful. It is. It was a joy. God, I bet the Virgin Mary's mother was spitting feathers, wasn't yeah, I she? I know, but I think that often happens to the Mary because there's quite a lot of pressure put on Mary, and she, you know, she does get a decent costume, mm. whereas the others, you can it's just details, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And I think it probably does go to Mary's head a little bit. Right, and you know, like a child at their own party, they always yes. cry, don't they? And yeah, they, they have the up. most rotten time. Everyone else has a lovely time, and they're always <laughs> yeah, the one that hates yeah. it. Yeah, but I should win. Yeah, it's my birthday. <laughs> that always happens with us because I never let the birthday child win. <laughs> no, darling, but you've invited your friends, and so they need to be the winners today. You're a winner anyway because it's your birthday, <laughs> and you're my child. So let's let everybody else win, shall we? I'm so glad I haven't got children the same age as you and, and I know you as a parent. You're terrifying. Would you, would you not be friends with me? You just you're just absolutely terrifying. I've been watching Motherhood and I think it's Motherland and I think it's probably I've been watching that too much. I, I think that, but when I watch Anna Maximum Martin in that, I I can relate. Yeah. No, but I'm horrible, but mm. also nice, you know? Not so it's really, like, no. <laughs> I am nice. The other, for other people think I'm nice. Uh, but, then, but then I save the, you know, yeah. it's all it's all a big front, really. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a nice one. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just, I just like things. Uh, I think I'm quite a traditional, you know, mm. as in, um, Controlling. I don't want my kids to become precocious, <laughs> but I do want them to become famous. Sorry, what, what, Lizzie? What are you? Oh God, sorry, sorry. Um, I'll babysit it. Lizzie, can you just let her in? Thanks. Sorry, Nina. I'll be five minutes. Thank you. That's our babysitter. Sorry. Oh, um, I've got to go to my party. Yes. She's in, a, she's in a very short skirt that keeps riding up, ladies and gentlemen. She's already told me this. <laughs> I've put a blanket over myself. So You're going to take that to the party with you. Because <laughs> the curtains are open. Just, it looks like I'm sitting here in my, just in my tights. <laughs> um, right. Uh, uh, Michael Gorman, um, the world's oh, my, most famous librarian. Michael the doorman. Yeah. Yep, Michael says... The- my dear American wife and Archers fan always laughs a lot during your very funny podcast, but never as long and loud as when you describe me as famous. Phrases like <laughs> small ponds were in the air. I thought it was very nice if scarcely, scarcely merited. I still regard myself as your oldest listener, 82 in March, as the yes. only competitor seems to be the older relative of a listener younger than I who remembers the death of Grace Archer, <laughs> as do I. It was front page news in the national press. Did you know that? Wow, I did not know that, but I can believe that. Wow. Front page. Wow. Ridiculous. I suppose that like, Dirty Den, though, was front page, wasn't it? And, yeah, and exactly. And yeah, there was nothing else, was there? <laughs> Your only entertainment. The only thing you had to look forward to was listening to Grace die in a fire. <laughs> <laughs> 
and the war. Um, <laughs> Richard Keeling says, can we hate Juliet? Actually, I don't care if the answer is no. I do hate her. I know she's not solely responsible for Ben's breakdown, but there is no denying she contributed. And what does she do? Sends her fancy man, who is unable to knock on her door. He just wanders in, but that's a whole different matter, with a chocolate cake. Why doesn't she go around herself? And more yeah. importantly, why is no one confronting her? Surely Ruth still has some anger left in her. Well, there will be some confronting, I think. Yes. Coming up. Yes. Uh, um, Joe O'Leary says, even James can't think Pip handled that well. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit awkward. Yes. Um, uh, Pip, soon be back to your old self is, of course, just what Ben needed to hear. Surely he suffered <laughs> enough without having to speak to her. Surely even James, the only... What the one and only member of the Pip Archer fan club can't find anything good to say about this, Auntie Jo. <laughs> I do. I do, I did feel a bit sorry for Pip actually because she she has no idea how to talk. She does. She just can't talk to people very well, can she? No. She's not good at connecting, is she? No. Well, people. She's not very good at people. No, I she's think. not good at people. She's just better off with the animals. Yeah. So so I was surprised Leonard picked her as the one I know. to tell. <laughs> But then, you know, in the land of the blind and all that, the other choice was Josh. Anyway, um, who by now has probably got into Beth's pants. Um, Neil Gagan says, has anyone else wasted far too much time this week trying to work out whether they love Leonard or Chelsea more? Or is it just me? <laughs> also, please, can Rory and Paul get together just so that we can start calling them RuPaul? That's all. Oh, yes. Yes. Brilliant. Uh, and uh, Patricia Johnson said... My husband and I are a bit dull and predictable and sometimes money has been tight, but we've never resorted to theft to liven things up. <laughs> we take up hobbies like photography, woodwork and crochet. We volunteer, go, go to evening classes and do litter picking, but not sneaking through woods at night, taking other people's logs and playing Robin Hood. <sighs> yeah, she's not even playing Robin Hood because she's going to be selling them. Yes. She was a bit like, yeah, let's do it for the community. And then she was like, no, actually, no, it's not. Let's <laughs> just sell them. Rob to the be... rob from the poor and give to us. That's how it works, isn't it? Yeah. Litter picking would be a much better option. <laughs> Go for it. Yes, it would. There's no litter in Ambridge. No litter. No, none. <laughs> Except after those school kids have marched yeah. through the boring, yeah, eating wopsits all over the place. <laughs> um, right, we've got to hurry now because she's got a party, ladies and gentlemen. I got people waiting for me, guys. Um, and now, let's go over to Radio Bossetshire. Bossetshire. Radio Bossetshire. Colin, Colin. Can you press go on my broadcast outside, please? Press play, I think. It's usually a big pointy triangle going forward. That way. Have you found it? Yes? No? Oh, now. Hello, hello. This is me, Fabrice Alfredbersham, looking like I have just stepped out of the salon because I have. Christmas is a time for charity. Apparently, I thought it was time for eating chocolate for breakfast and buying gift sets from Spacey NK for other people, but keeping them. Every year at Radio Borchester, we have to do a day volunteering. I wanted to work at Fire Station, but I was not allowed after what happened the last time. So I have been sent to St. Stephen's where they are doing blood donation. Like vampires, only it go into little plastic bags. Blood donation is a very good thing, and the people that do it are called blood donuts. If you are a blood donut, you tell people, and they say, Oh, that is very good, I can't donut, sadly. But do not explain why. I cannot, as my blood is too style, and it would make normal people ill. Also, even though I am volunteering, I am not allowed to do the needly bits, even though I am an expert after all the Botox I have done. I am so good at it, you could stamp it on Sabrina Thwaites' foot and she could not even frown. But they said I have to have a medical piece of paper. 
No one ever bother with that when you do Botox. As long as you run needle under the odd tap and don't sneeze while you are injecting, no one mind. But because I didn't have it, I couldn't do the needly. So instead, I go round and check that all are going beep, beep. If they go boo, that is bad. Also, if they go a bit green and slide down in chair, that is not good either. Oh, I am sitting down here and I should be checking my donuts. Hello, donut. Oh, it is Mrs. Susan Kretter. How are you, Febreze? Could you get that nurse back? The machine was going zoosh clunk, but now we started going zoosh zoosh clunk. And I'm worried it's broken, and I'm sitting here pumping away all for nothing. I feel like Neil. I can have a look at it for you. Perhaps it's stuck, and I can release it. No, please don't, Febreze. I can give it quick squit with my W40 double D. That work on most things. I even use it when I had cramp yesterday. Now it's rather the nurse did... Oh, it's gone back to Zoosh Clunk again. Oh, good. Oh, that was probably me. I have fixed it. Well, I think it was more like you annoying me, so my blood pressure went up. I'll have filled the bag in no time. Oh, do me a favour and see how much Clary's got to go. I bet I'm quicker. Oh, hello, Clary. Susan is getting competition with you and want to see who is donutting fastest. Oh, should you be doing that while you are giving blood? What? Knitting? Oh, yeah. I'm keeping the needles nice and far away from the bags. Don't worry. At this time of year, what with thy turkeys and the Christmas cards and the Grundy world of mud and all the biking and whatnot, I can't afford to give up half an hour without doing nothing. And there's always the risk I'd nod off and I'd drain all my blood out and I'd be lying here, flat and white, like a prawn cracker. Well, if you're sure. Oh, look, Natasha has finished. Sorry, Clary, I have to go and give her a glass of orange squish and a biscuit to make sure she do not faint. Here is a drink, Natasha. Would you like crisps? Or we have lots of different biscuits. Jacob's Creamy Crack or Rich Teeth or lots of other. Look. Oh, I'll have a ginger nut. Thanks. Don't want to keel over, do I? Now, I just need to check who I send my invoice to. Invoice? Well, yes. I mean, I take care of myself. That's grade A artisan organic produce, isn't it? None of your additives or stodge. My platelets are probably whizzing about like comets in there. Uh, I think you do it for nothing, Natasha. For helping people. Well, I think they should say that. I've left Meteor Strike and Shitstorm with their granddad for this, and God knows what he'll have let them do. He's completely bonkers. Honestly. Where's my Range Rover keys? Oh, well, just to be clear, if any listener fancy being Blood Donut, you don't get paid, but you get a biscuit. And you feel good that you helped people, and they even send you a message to tell you where your blood got used. I don't mean like in the arm, but they tell you which hospital. So it is a good thing, especially at this time of year when everyone just talk about what they are going to get. Give something instead. Bye! Radio Borsetshire Thank you, Febreze. If you'd like to visit patreon.com and look at Bambridge on the Couch, you can support us at any level, that thing level, and come to See our party. party. Come to our party. At the tw- 21st, 21st of December. Yes. 22nd of... 21st. Yep. 21st of December, 8pm? Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, 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 Harriet will be wearing a, a, a nun's wimple, not a disappearing skirt. Um, and my blanket. And I'll be dressed as an orator. A slanket. You can find us on Facebook, on Twitter, at on Ambridge Febreze is at Fabulous Febreze. Or you can email us at Ambridge on the Couch at gmail.com. Now, do you want to go and I'll talk to the ladies and gentlemen about the um, the Matt, Matt, Matt Rodriguez pain? Is it an bit. upbeat one? It's Raiders of the Lost Ark. Raiders oh, of the Lost Archers. No, I want to listen. Okay, because they're raiding the wood. Oh, yes. <laughs> I want. I have to listen to this. Ready? Yeah. 
stirring enough you for you. Less. I'm so stirred. It reminded me of the Dynasty theme tune. Did you watch yeah, it was, Dynasty? It was like that. Yeah. I mean, it was a bit glitchy, actually, my end. Oh. I think, I think there were some Wi-Fi issues, but, it won't, but it'll be so clean for the listeners. But even, the glitch has sort of enhanced it in a way. <laughs> <laughs> so it kept it on its toes a bit. Right. I love, love that. Well done, Matt. That's incred. Yes, Ed and, um, Ed and Emma in camo <laughs> slinking through the wood. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. We've got to do a sketch of them in the wood. Who can do Ed, though? <laughs> you can. Can you do Emma talking to yourself? Um, yeah. uh, right, you go Ed, to your Ed party. Ed mask on. Yeah. Okay, thanks, Lucy. And I'll see you on Tuesday. Yes. Yay. And, uh, Where are we going, reply. by the way? Well, should we just go to... Whatever it's called. Well, if we... The, the normal place. We last time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Our book. Okay. I've forgotten what uh, time as well, but tell me all that later. And I got a present for you. I bet you can't guess what it is. It's Tony's Chocoloni. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sponsored by Tony's Chocolonies. If only. <laughs> if only. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you, Lucy. See you later. See them. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Oh, I've got to log in to log out, if you know what I mean. Okay. Bye. I've got to watch. I don't know what she's talking about. Anyway, goodbye, everybody. Have a lovely weekend. Um, keep warm. Extremely cold here. And um, have a nice run up to Christmas. Rip up your to-do list. It, it's going to happen whether you're ready or not. It's fine. Don't worry about it. And um, yes, thank you very much, Matt, for the lovely um, music, which I will play again now. See you next week. Enjoy the Advent calendar. Bye. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 